Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. Alex J has been part of the media landscape and industry in South Africa since the early 80s. He's been a DJ on Radio 702 from 1982 to 1986, on Radio 5 and 5FM from 1986 to 2002, from 2002 to 2013, 947 or Highfield Stereo, 2014 to 2016 on 947 and KFM, and from 2016 to the present on Jacaranda FM. Alex has had club DJ residencies at Jacqueline's Pretoria, Fat Boys and Dockside in Cape Town, plus many, many more. He was previously a television presenter on shows such as Graffiti, Fast Forward, Saturday, Sunday, AM Today, Looks to Live By, and The Hot Seat. He's also a voiceover artist for a wide variety of clients, including Top Billing, Shell, Lewis, Clicks, Universal Music, and many more. To add to the list of his current work at Jack Randa FM, he's also a voiceover artist, corporate MC, motivational speaker, club, and corporate DJ. While music remains Alex's passion, walking his beagle Quincy Bones is a daily sanity check. Up next on Celeb Savant, we've got Alex J. How are you doing and where do we find you in the world? I'm doing fine, thank you. I am currently doing my radio show on Jacaranda FM in Kharpeng um, and talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> At what age, whether it was as a teenager, child, did you think, cool, I want to be in the entertainment world and what's the Alex J's hybrid journey in that world? Dear God, I was given a record player for my second birthday. Um, and I was also given seven singles. Uh, and uh, the first the first single I played was She Loves You by the Beatles. <laughs> so I've always wanted to be a DJ, I guess, from, uh, from the crib onwards. Uh, what was the other part of the question? What kind of weird aspect has my life taken? Dear God, you ain't got enough time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got enough time for that. Uh, but here I am, and I'm still in the entertainment industry. It's been a couple of years now, I'm enjoying it. I know you've done DJing, DJ work and also television presenting work. What is the difference for you between the two? Radio is immediate and live. Television is generally pre-recorded. I did my first three TV shows were all live, so I figured it was the same as radio. However... It's not. Um, if there's an opportunity to stop and to pick up, you'll do 25,000 takes. And if you're a Gemini like me who doesn't like repeating history, <laughs> you'll lose your mind. You'll, you will lose your mind. Uh, live TV is fabulous. Live radio is just awesome. Um, anything beyond that, well, it starts being like a four-day movie shoot, you know. <laughs> so those are the big differences between radio and television for me. Also, you radio, still- you don't have to worry about what you look like, right? I mean, look yeah. at me. <laughs> so do you still do any television stuff? No, I gave up TV about 20 years ago. I was uh, invited to audition. I won't mention for the for which show, yeah. but I was invited to audition as a presenter for a TV show. And when I got there, they, and I said to the the, the, the guy, because I knew him quite well, listen, guy, I haven't been on TV for a while. Um, I, I picked up weight, lost weight. I got a bit of flabby skin. He said, nah, come on through. You look fine. No, I didn't. I didn't get the job. And I figured, you know what? I'm going to stay off radio. I mean, stay off television. Just concentrate on radio. <laughs> Where the voice doesn't age that much. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's been yep. much easier for me to give up television. Also, uh, the money from TV 
in this country is utterly crap. Totally crap. I know you love music and I know you love doing the DJ and the live immediacy of it. But what keeps you up, keep going in, back into the studio? What do you love about it? Um, Barrett, I've got bills to pay, buddy. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's what I do and it, it's what gives me purpose. And I do love playing the music. I mean, I'm on Jacaranda now. We don't push new music that often, although we have uh, shifted our lane a little bit. Uh, but it's just great to, to feel that you're part of uh, the big um, star-making machine, you know, which is something I've always uh, enjoyed the privilege of. So you've been DJing for a number of years. I know back in the day, you know, we had records, we had vinyls, we had CDs. I'm not sure if you're aware those are all making a massive comeback. But we've also mm-hmm. got these digital platforms that people listen to music nowadays on. What are your perceptions of the music listening landscape that we're in at the moment compared to previously? Well, it's changed completely. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's an upside and a downside. The, the downside is that, well, I don't see too many downsides, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I like Tidal. I like, uh, um, good grief. I mean, even YouTube, <laughs> anything, you can find music everywhere. And it's, it used to be the case of like, I can't get that record. It's not available in this country. You can have everything at your fingertips now. And the best part about the whole digital revolution. And the way music is consumed is not that so much as the way music is created and then distributed. Because back in my day, there was no access beyond a record company. It was all get yourself a publisher, get yourself a major label, get yourself a plugger, get yourself an agent, get yourself. Nah, I'm going to record the song at home on my digital bloody system. I'm going to um, do a lucky little video of it, which I will shoot with my own gimbal and edit with my own Zooty software. And I'll post it on YouTube and see what happens. And then you have people breaking through internationally with yeah. zero record company involvement, no paybacks, just you, the talent, getting your music out there. So, you know, yeah, digital times, well, you know, we're all fabulous. It's all working really well. But we are one step away, Let's let's be honest, from total and utter disaster should a solar flare ever hit us. Good night. <laughs> Bye-bye, my photographs. Goodbye, my music. And hello, my vinyl that I have kept. All 12,000 copies. Well, I still, I still love my CDs and I still buy my CDs and I still budget for them. <laughs> so I'll Man, CDs, dear yeah. God. Did you know what kills a CD player faster than anything else? What's that? Lack of use. If you don't use it, the laser dies. It's not from overuse, it's from underuse. So if you've got a CD player, a DVD player, a Blu-ray player, make sure you spin a disc once a month. So actually, I just literally bought myself a new CD player a couple of weeks ago. And everyone thinks, oh, you can't get them anymore. But I was on Take A Lot. And there were literally like 100 different options. And I had to narrow it down until I found the one that I actually wanted. So (laughs) I still want that Bang & Olufsen one, the Tower. With like the eight CDs. Yes. So 80s technologically advanced, yummy. <laughs> so when you're putting your radio show together now, I know it's a combination of interaction with the audience, different elements that are playing also with, you know, different uh, sponsored branded elements. What invigorates your ideas of creativity to bring to your format of your show? As I said, I'm a Gemini. I don't want to do the same things twice. I'm constantly looking for different ways to do things, which is difficult in a very tightly formatted radio environment. Mm. But I've figured a way around it for, for many years and I'll carry on doing the same, I reckon. <laughs> Every day you come in, it's new news stories. It's new everything. I mean, it's Every, it, the relevancy of the, the immediacy of radio and the relevancy of it. That's what, that's what, what really attracts me to the, the whole thing, you know? And interacting with the listeners, do you enjoy doing that? 
Yeah, obviously do. Um, and it's also really interesting for me because having joined Jacaranda, and that's a whole different thing, doing Onorada in Afrikaans. I do regret that I am a product of apartheid education, that I can't speak Isizulu and Isikosa, because, dear Lord, I would love to add that to the mix as well, a little bit of local patois. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I had to ask you this question in two days, two hours, two years, your answer will be different every single time because there are millions of them, and I know you love all of them. But if you had to push play to five songs, once oh, you finish this conversation, what would those five songs be, and by who? Okay, so my, you know, so my immediate response is what genre? Any <laughs> genre. Are we talking EDM? Are we talking jazz? Are we talking it, big band? First five, country, old country, quite I'm a piano. First five, they come to mind. Nah, but my first five songs that come to mind. It would have to be a Radiohead track. Uh, it would have to be a Beatles track. Uh, it would have to be... Oh, you see, I can't do that. Right? I, okay. I couldn't possibly do many. that, you know? There's just way too many. I mean, I'm sitting with a DJ playout <laughs> system on my computer, which I which travels the world with me, and I'm sitting with literally 48,000 songs on the hard drive. I mean, why? Why? <laughs> just in case, you know? You never know when you want to play Mozart at a club. Do you still do DJing at events and clubs and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of corporate gigs. Um, I'm doing a few clubby things, but nothing major. Usually retro nights and stuff. Um, I'd love okay. to do Mama Piano night, but uh, <laughs> I put a. I like to put on a disguise. So, what do you enjoy about that compared to doing radio? What's the difference for you? Um, oh, no, radio is always first in my heart. Um, okay. Everything else is secondary. You know, it's a work that 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 is generated by radio presence or by profile presence and stuff but it's great getting out um doing a lot of corporate work and then i get to play with a lot of live bands a lot of the local bands uh did a huge gig a couple of fridays ago and prime circle were there and rian Bernardi, one of the afrikaans artists a whole bunch of different artists and it's great as a failed musician myself to be able to hang out backstage with musicians at any time which i'm looking forward to doing at the 100 percent retro party in fact i've got to tell you i found the photograph of me interviewing Ray and Anita from Two Unlimited. Dear God, they're both early 20s, and I cannot be – I'm like mid-20s mid, mid 20s myself. So, you know, that, that that's fun. And and just dealing with musos generally um, is something that has, has always made my heart sing. What is your thought of the nostalgia that's sweeping the world with nostalgia of the music from the 80s and 90s and that longing for that – feeling back again it's completely understandable i mean the times what is it we're living in unprecedented times aren't mm. you sick and tired of living in unprecedented times um, <laughs> yes. and obviously when things like that happen and when when there's war in the air and people will look backwards for the supposed happier times um and a lot of people keep telling me you know those those were the days and i keep saying that's bullshit those were the nights my friend those were not never ever the days the days were the same as right now you know maybe the different psychological pressure yes uh, but yeah <laughs> i like the retro it's good fun it was great music I, I i feel sad that some people are still going oh the new music is cock <laughs> the new music is awful it's just rappy rubbish you know and it's no, nah, it ain't. Uh, things have changed. The production values have changed. Yep. Uh, the way hip hop has influenced, um, our, let alone everything, uh, all the pop stuff, R&B being hip influenced by hip hop samples, inverted samples, 
all of that kind of stuff. Very, very clever production, lovely. And you you do understand that all of the pop music's being generated by young people. And the young people is what I, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear what their attitudes are. I want to hear what the, the millennials are saying. And <laughs> Gen Y, all of those good folks. <laughs> I want to hear what they've got to say for themselves because they always have a different take. They're not carrying an historical baggage of mm. memories, uh, good and bad. They're, they're fresh and they're just asking the right questions and, you know, the fact that it doesn't gel with some people melodically or whatever is, well, you know, that, that, that's your bag. Exactly. But you've got to keep your ears open because I believe that listening to new music can, helps you to, to stay young. So the retro event coming up, it's going to be a bunch of artists from around the world from the 90s. So what are you looking forward to specifically around that? Well, I'm looking forward to meeting up with the Two Unlimited people again. They were so nervous and, and <laughs> stressed when they came for their interview on Radio 5 all those years ago. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they've changed and how they've adapted and find out what's what's happened in their lives. You know, I mean, we've all had a hell of a journey. Mm. Um, so there's them. There's also <laughs> there's the Nigerian dentist who I want to have a chat with, Dr. Alban. <laughs> uh, yeah, just all of the guys. I mean, it, it really is. It, it is going to be quite spectacular. And um, I hope that everybody's brought young dancers to for the <laughs> stage work. The, so for the listeners, the retro um, event is an event happening in South Africa in January of 2024. And this they have correct. events all around the world. Um, so just look at the 100% retro website for more details. So Alex, the podcast is listened to throughout the world. So as a final message, what would you like to say? Well, I'd like to say to the South African expats, uh, buddy, uh, send me five pounds. I need to pay off, you know, I need to settle Eskom's debt. Five quid ought to do it. Uh, if, you, if you're in Yankee land, then uh, put on your red hat and send me all Trump's money. Come on, give it to me. You know, you won't need it. The lawyers are going to do it pro bono. What, what? Um, <laughs> thank you for uh, listening to Barrett's podcast. He's a very sweet guy. And uh, he, did you give me the five pounds? You did say you would. Oh, he said he'll do it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> um, keep your ears fresh. Keep keep celebrating the best of the music that we grew up with and that defined us. We can, We are still, I reckon, people my age, I reckon we're the last generation who have been shaped by our musical preferences and tastes. These days, it's all pop. It's all hip-hop. It's all elements of, you know, current poppy stuff and, you know, if you're and if you're looking at TikTok and stuff and going, well, <laughs> you know, take comfort in Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, whatever you want. You know what mm. I mean? But try and keep your ears fresh as well, man, because there is some truly wonderful stuff out there, even if rap's not your bag. Yeah.